And I want to thank Country Kitchen for the wonderful meal and the nice service. Thank you very much. It sure makes this occasion a very pleasant time to spend here. It's just wonderful to have this meal now and, uh, and this socializing of uh, highly intelligent people. It's wonderful. Um, uh, just to remind you, next week, uh, again, is um, Dave Lawson will be talking and dealing with the subject of obstacles for and needs of persons with disabilities. So that probably affects uh, most of us. Um, if I ask Dennis to come up and um, feel the questions which we have for him to get things going, I might ask him one question. Um, uh, the examples he gave are sort of crystal clear ones. You know, the number of variables are, are somewhat limited. Uh, but I know in my life, um, the number of variables are so numerous, I don't have control over any of them. And, um, and I'm sort of aware of the risks and uh, uncertainties every time I get up in the morning. Um, Dennis, this type of risk and uncertainty I'm now talking about, the, the ones of daily life, uh, can the assessment of these risks, can that, can that be taught at school? Can students learn how to interpret their life and uncertainty of life in our life? Hey, well, I, I think you can, and not not you can't control them, and that, but but you will have a better if you understand probability. You're going to have a. a, a a slightly better way of controlling some of these things. I remember a famous comment from uh, Sam Sneed. He said that uh, the more he practices, the luckier he gets. And, and, but you can't teach everything. I mean, you tell people, you tell young kids, uh, smoking is going to cut their life short, but uh, there's a good chance that they'll get a cancer or, or lung disease. Uh, the, yeah, yeah, but that won't apply to me. Or I know grandma that smoked all her life and she lived to 95. And, and then that happens. But uh, but I think it will help you if you do have that uh, probabilities. Uh, and you will be able to um, uh, assess them a little bit better. No, no, some, I mean, there's some, who, who knows on the mortgage one what, what is the best there? Who knows what the price of oil is going to be in two years' time? Uh, I doubt there's any two economists that would agree on the price of oil in two years' time. We can't. But, but if you know um, how much oil is in the ground and who's taking it and the situations, you're going to have a better chance, and you know a bit about probably, you're going to have a better chance than someone that just flies into the planet and he says, well, I don't know, you know, it could be three billion or, or what, you know. We, we'll have a, a little bit better, and I think... The more we know, the luckier we will get, you know, uh, uh, with these things. So, I don't know if you want to see some of the answers at all. Uh, I'll put the um, um, I'll put the answers out. Uh, you can take them on the way home. But the the first one, the, the birthday problem, is very surprising uh, to most people. Twenty three people here. If we had twenty, just twenty three, it would be a fifty fifty bet. That's a 50-50 bet. Uh, Krauss tells me there's 65, so there's over a 97%, 99% chance. There's probably about 99 point, uh, I would say, 99.9% chance uh, that two people here have the same birthday. And 
Do you want to test that? I, I can certainly test it if you want. Uh, do you want to test, see who has the same birthday? Yeah. Who? Oh, three of you there. Oh, well, there we are. Yeah. Yeah. Usually what I do is um, ask people who's in January. This is how I do it in the class. And uh, I ask people who's in January. And if there's none, then who's in February? Who's in March? One year I had to go to November, but usually it's in the first couple of months. One year I thought I was safe. I, had, I knew I had twins in the class. So I... <laughs> But they were different days. <laughs> because one, one was born late in the evening, the next one, uh, the next. So uh, you can't, don't bet your life, even if you've got twins. I normally have a hundred in the class. And here's how, I mean, you would think with a hundred, of course, I hope everybody for 367, everybody's, there's got to be a match somewhere. We can't have 367 different birthdays. So it's a hundred percent certain. But for a hundred people, it's 99. Point nine 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 seven. So, uh, if I was to teach, I, I have a hundred in the class pretty well. If I was to teach for the next ten million years at that class every year, just three years, there might be a class with no match. The, the rest of the time, I, I can bet there's a match. It's uh, it really just with a hundred people. But I wouldn't bet my life on it unless there's three hundred and sixty-seven. If there's three hundred and sixty-seven, then there's just got to be a match there. Um, the next one, if you wanted to match your own birthday, then you need a lot more. You need 253 people. So don't bet it for your own birthday. But if there's 253 people in the room, it's a 50-50 bet that it's your own birthday, that, that you'll have a match with your birthday. Monty Hall's problem? Who, who says it doesn't make any difference? I tell you, in good company, actually, if you say it makes no difference, there was a, there was a very celebrated problem. This one... Uh, Marilyn von Savant wrote a column. She said it makes a big difference. And a lot of big-name mathematicians, Nobel Prize winners, wrote to her and said, hey, that's rubbish. You know, it does make it a 50-50. But actually, if you do change, you give yourself twice as much. The chance, the chance, if you don't change, you've got a one-in-three chance. If you do change the door after he opens it, you've got a two-in-three chance. And so, so if you're ever on the Monty Hall show, change when he says... <laughs> Coin indicated. This one's interesting too. Is six thousand reasonable? Six thousand? Is that who feels six thousand is reasonable? After that, is maybe yeah. Actually, if it's six thousand, there is something that's absolutely outrageous. That's just call the RCMP. That coin is biased. There's a, it's a, it, well, you can't be a hundred percent sure, but ninety-nine point nine nine fifty-nines in a row there. That, What's reasonable? Anything over 5,100, 51, very close to the 5,000. Anything over 5,100, a statistician is saying, hey, this coin's looking a bit uh, dodgy here. It's giving too many heads. 4,900, not enough. Anything less than 49. It's just that very small range there. And 5,150, anything out of that there is just shaking their heads. You know, hey, that's uh, 5,500, oh, outrageous. 6,000, oh. What a joke. It's uh, anything up around that region. Of course, 5125, that's okay. We're expecting around that. Gambler's ruin makes a big difference here. Uh, you've got to bet as much as you can. You've got to go in and bet $1,000 straight away. And then if you lose that, put on 2000 If you lose that, put on. just keep putting the maximum on. Because if you bet in dollar bills, I don't know if you can anymore. Or you can when I was there last. Um, I've been to Vegas a few times. But I've never come back with any money. <laughs> so, 
not, not any winnings anyway. Uh, the first chance, there's no chance. If you bet in there, it's something like 10 to the minus 12. So there's no chance. If you bet in $5, it's 5.9. Uh, bet in $100, it's 73% chance of winning. And almost 90% if you bet in $1,000 bets, it's 88.7. And I'll give you this here. So you think, wow, gee, that's a good... It is. It's, uh, there's an 88% chance that you'll come out a winner. But there's an 11% chance that you'll lose. And, of course, when you win, you win 1,000. When you lose, you lose 9,000. So the net... I mean, even though you've got an 88% chance of winning uh, with this scheme, betting in thousands, the, the net loss, it turns out, is minus 100. If you play it again and again and again, you, you might win once, twice, but in the long run, you are going to lose. Uh, uh, the only way you could win is if you had a 90% chance, more than a 90% chance of winning, and they had a less than a 10%. But, of course, they won't let you do that. Um, lotteries, all numbers are the same. So you think, well, any selection. But there's an interesting thing here. One, two, three, four, five, six, do not choose that number. Because if you do, you choose that number, you're going to have to share it with a lot of other people if that number comes up. In England, uh, they let out, they don't let these out very often, but they let out some stats there that one week, 30,000 people chose that number. So, so if that had been the winning number, the, I think the prize was something like uh, $4 million uh, for three people. And had it been this one, the winning number, everyone would have gone home with about $1,200. $1, so uh, don't pick that number. The most popular number, it, it averages over 10000 a week, one, two, three, four, five, six. And I imagine that the last six also uh, averages pretty high. So don't pick those numbers. Uh, they're, they're all equally like. If you like fives, choose fives. But I bet fives is a popular one. The most popular number of all, probably 50,000, 60,000 a week, is 7, 14, 21, 28, 35, 42. That is the most popular number. Do not pick that one because you're going to be sharing it and you get back $100 each So, if you win. So you want to win with another number. Uh, and another one, previous numbers that won last week, the week before, equally, but a lot of people choose that one, so you're going to have to share. Try and pick something. Don't pick some saint's birthday or something, because a lot of other people in the same religion will be picking that. Pick something that no one else has thought of, so that if you do win, they're all equal chance of winning, that you've got not too many people sharing with you. That's the main thing there. 50-50, don't forget, tomorrow night, pronghorns are playing. Saskatoon, big, big game. We've got to win tomorrow night, and we will. Uh, we, we've probably got about the... We're certainly in the top three in the country at the moment, but we're struggling to make the playoffs because of a bad run at the start. But tomorrow we're playing... Anyway, there's 50-50 there tomorrow night, and, of course, it's 50-50. So, on average, if you bet 10000 over your lifetime, you should come back home with 5000 then 5000 goes to the club. Now, it's a nice bet. People like betting 50-50. Roulette. Ten spins come up, you said the, the black still should be 50 50. It still doesn't make any difference because a lot of people, you'll see them, they, they think the machine is, is remembering. They're giving a machine memory. They're saying, look, it's remembered, it's gone black there. I've got to go red. So, but the machine has no memory unless it's built in. If I saw 30 black, I think, hey, I'm going to bet black on the next one. Uh, because 30 black in a row is so unlikely, there's probably there's something wrong with the machine or somebody's fixing it. And uh, So uh, probably I'd, I'd go for the black one after that. Um, medical test, this is a surprising one, I think. You've been um, diagnosed positive, uh, 
there's only a 9% chance that you really have it, okay? So don't worry too much. It's a 1 in 11 chance uh, if, it's, if it's a rare disease. Uh, and if you've been uh, positive, well, the test could be wrong, but it's only... Uh, one, one in a hundred thousand, so it's unlikely that you've got it if you're positive. Uh, that, that's a, a strange one. Um, famous problem, that's not a big one, and the life insurance we explained. But anyway, if, if um, I, I've printed the solutions here, I'll ask someone to hand them out if anyone. Yeah. If any questions on any particular one, we'll. But the, the birthday one, uh, this many people, you can, you can be abs- virtually sure, it's 99.99 that two people have got the same birthday. Hi. My, I don't know if this is on. Okay. Um, Henning Mundell is my name. Um, do you have a quick way to calculate these birthday probabilities? I was in a class of 25 students in high school. Three of us had our birthday on the same day and twins the day before. So in two days, there was uh, 20% of the class. Yeah, what kind that. of probability is that? Oh, that, that's incredible. That really is. Three, three is incredible. Yeah. That, uh, yeah, yeah. But of course, incredible things happen. But uh, that, that is, um, it's really only a 50-50 for 23 in the class. But, uh, but these, these things happen. I mean, if I was to throw this coin here, uh, I throw it 10,000 times, and if I get 5,024, the chance of getting 5,024 is absolutely unbelievable, the chance of getting that, or the chance of even getting 5,000. It's very, very, very small. It's, it's a 95% chance that I get between 49 and 51. But to get one particular, or if I just pick out, well, if I pick out Lotto, I could just pick out uh, some numbers. And the chance that those are the chance of pulling those numbers again is very very small, you know. So things things very small ha- happen, but uh, but that's incredible, yes. Uh, my name is Van Christou. Uh, Dennis, thank you so much for being with us today. This has been a delightful uh, presentation. It's not very often that we hear a mathematician, an expert mathematician, talk about uh, probabilities and, and, and uh, bring it down to everyday life. At our table, we talked about the, the fact that uh, years ago, uh, when I was a child being brought up here in Lethbridge, uh, gambling was against the law. Uh, it was illegal even to buy a, a sweepstake ticket, uh, even though it was done occasionally under the table. Here we are all of a sudden within my lifetime, and gambling is being promoted and advertised by our government. I mean, this is a, a, an incredible switch within one person's lifetime. Um, we all agree, and, and I certainly agree that uh, gambling is part of our lives. I mean, we're all gamblers. Uh, it's a good thing we are because uh, human progress has depended on people gambling and taking chances and so on. However, when we get to the point that uh, a lot of damage is being done in, in, in society by uh, people uh, becoming uh, excessively uh, involved in gambling, uh, perhaps it is time to come back to your theme, Dennis, about education, perhaps it is time to back up a little bit and take a look at the ancient Greek thing of moderation is best. I mean, uh, gambling will always be with us, but perhaps we should be teaching children moderation. Would you agree with that? Oh, definitely. When I teach them the gambling in the stats, I I always emphasize that you you just can't win in a casino, but uh, it helps to know. And I'm not against lotteries in... uh, 
Because I can remember when, when it was illegal, they, they had lotteries. They've always had lotteries in Australia, as long as I can remember. But uh, when it was illegal, people used to buy uh, Irish sweepstake uh, hospital lotteries. And, and sometimes uh, they would buy them, but, but they couldn't collect on them because uh, the government would intercede and say, hey, yeah, you've won it, but uh, you shouldn't have bought those tickets, so you don't win anything. Uh, some people are addicted and... Uh, and we teach people not to smoke and not to take drugs, but some people will. And uh, uh, we try. I, I certainly try. Uh, Rob Williams and myself, we were very careful to tell people that uh, gambling, uh, casino gambling, is, is a no-win situation. You know, uh, and so, 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 so is uh, lotteries. I mean, they take the percentage, 50-50, you're going to lose, but at least... A hospital lottery, the money's going to the hospital, or the uh, 50-50, it's going to the team, that sort of thing. Uh. My name is uh, Knut Peterson. Uh, thanks for coming. Then uh, I'll see you tonight or tomorrow night. But uh, what are the probabilities of uh, the pronghorns making the playoffs? That's, that's my first question. But on a more serious note, uh, what the kind of uh, planning goes in by the, our political leaders in terms of probabilities, making decisions uh, in this uh, electronic age? It's easy to figure out the odds. What? Uh, oh, what do they, they do a lot of it. They're always taking polls. They don't necessarily give them to you, but they're always taking polls to see is it is it probable? Is it a good probability we'll win this election if we do this or that? They're always. They have got. Um, uh, people there all the time making probabilities. Uh, what, what, what happens if we put the royalties up? They don't always get it right. Uh, or what happens if we do this? Or what happens if we introduce that? What's the probability that... Uh, no, they're always working on that. They're asking people. Economists are, are probabilists. Uh, they're, they're always working for that. And as for the horns winning, I have no doubt the horns will win tomorrow and the Saturday, which we have to. But the big problem is... Manitoba, Regina has to sweep Manitoba uh, for, and that is uh, not quite such a good bet. But it's on the card. So uh, uh, if that if that makes it, I can tell you, if we make the playoffs, it's quite a good probability that we'll be the national champions. We really have a sensational team. If you see some hockey tomorrow night, you'll be seeing some just sensational hockey. You know, it's top quality in the country, and no fighting. It's just hockey. Just just hockey. Dennis, uh, uh, one, one, one puzzling question for me is um, uh, I buy 649 lottery tickets about once a year, uh, and I don't know why I do it because the odds are 1 in 14 million. Why do we, why do we buy tickets? Oh, I think that, uh, and that's, a, that's a great question because um, people do. You can dream, you know, uh, you dream, oh, if I... Uh, if I win this, this is what, and it's a nice to sit back and think how I'm going to spend it if I if I win that, and uh, and we do every now and then, and and I always buy them if um, someone says here I'm going to buy some lottery tickets, will you go in with me? You know, we put in a dollar, sure, put in a dollar, you know, and we dream together what we're going to do. Uh, it's a dream, it's it's a natural thing to do, I think, to uh, to go. The, the bad part is if you say, well, I'm going to buy. Um, a thousand dollars worth of tickets every month, you know. Then that, I wouldn't advise that. But once a year, once a week, you know. Yeah, keep the dream alive. I mean, it's it's nice to have dreams. Uh, sorry, I have one more question now. Um, um, I am not a risk taker. Uh, and uh, explain to me why is it that I have a negative connotation of those who go to the casino? 
why I feel negative about these people. Why is that? Because uh, you taught me, and I, I know I gamble indirectly every day. Uh, so why do I have this sort of negative connotation about people going to the casino? Yeah, no, I, I, I certainly don't recommend a negative. I, I, I must admit I feel more sorry for them if they're um, constantly going to the casino. Uh, but, yeah, to go down to Vegas and make a few bets, uh, good luck and enjoy yourself. And, and some people will come back with money in their pocket. Uh, the worst thing is if you come back on the first trip with a lot of money, then you think, hey, this is, I'll be back next year, and you keep going back. Uh, the best thing, and most likely you, you will come back with nothing. But, but if a 1,000 people go to Vegas, some people are going to come back with money in their pocket, you know, a sizable amount, but that won't happen in the future. There are no lucky people. You can say so-and-so was lucky, but you can't say he is lucky because what's going to happen in the future, nobody knows. It's, uh, but you can say, yeah, he was lucky. He won the lottery. But it doesn't mean he's going to be lucky anymore else. We, we, we just don't know then. I just want to say thank you for coming. Oh, great and pleasure. I, I have a question for you. Imagine, if you will, you, you're getting married on Saturday. Now, what are the probabilities of you staying married for a year yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, uh, there, there would be bookies that would give you the uh, the odds on that, uh, and they would just say, "Well, so many marriages finish." And uh, uh, and again, you can improve your odds by uh, with, with social skills if you read and learn a little bit more and pick. And, uh, but but it's one of these things that you can't uh, guarantee it. It's uh, it's not an easy business. Uh, uh, picking for that, but but, but you, you can take a bet on it. It's, uh, the, the London bookies are only too pleased to give you a, book, a bet on anything at all. Uh. My name is <coughs> Pado Karkanis, and I have a comment, one comment, and one question for you, Dennis. Thank you very much for this uh, presentation. It was very interesting. The comment is: uh, there are uh, certain religions that strictly prohibit gambling, but they don't say anything uh, about insurance or uh, any of the other things that you mentioned. Uh, the question is, uh, since talking about winning several times, there is a person in uh, Calgary. He won the lottery three times in a row, to the extent that uh, everybody suspected that there must be something uh, fishy. And uh, I understand that the RCMP, even they uh, investigated with him, and they found nothing. So is there any mathematical explanation for one person to win three times in a row? It, it, very, uh, well, I must admit, I saw that too, and uh, straight away I thought, I, I wonder if this guy sells lottery tickets. <laughs> because the... Um, the, the Ontario people selling lottery tickets just won an outrageous, the, the odds against winning that. Uh, and that there, uh, apparently the RCMP, I mean, it's, uh, there are kind of people, I've heard of people winning twice in Australia. Uh, of course, things can happen there too. Uh, but um, it, it's just incredible. We, I can't imagine we'll ever see that again. And uh, we can say that guy was lucky, but uh, we can't say he is lucky or he will be lucky in the future. He, he, he certainly was lucky, lucky, lucky. <laughs> and, uh, and, and if you've got all the people buying lottery, every now and then something lucky happens. You can win twice. But, but you have to multiply it. The chance of winning twice is not uh, one in 14 million, but one in 14 million multiplied by itself. You know, so it's one in 28 million. It, it's just uh, one in... Uh, 10, uh, 40 million squared. It's uh, just unbelievable. 
It's interesting that the religions don't allow it. Some because uh, I suppose they must say uh, recreational gambling. That must be what they. Uh, the other taking life insurance. I suppose they say that's that's. Uh, but then, of course, uh, as a friend was saying, you're gambling when you take a wife or a husband. You 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 don't know for sure how it's going to end up. So, but, but the more careful you are, the luckier you'll be. Dennis, I just have one more thought. Uh, further to the marriage question, um, we are now living in the information age in the last 50, 60 years. The amount of knowledge we have accumulated is just enormously increased. So we have more information at, at our fingertips to make decisions about our daily lives and risk. What impact will that have on our lives? Uh, uh, for example, in, in terms of genetics, uh, I think if you if you were all totally informed about genetics, I think none of us would have any children. Well, yes, yes, perhaps that too. Uh, the more informed, of course, the more complicated it gets. And uh, uh, if you knew everything about your fiancé, absolutely everything, you might say, hey, no, uh, I don't want to get married. Uh, there's just too much information there. Uh, <laughs> it's... Uh, it's going to get more complicated, I think, as as we get to know more and more. We just can't assess it all, you know. It's, uh, cards and dice are very simple, but in real life, uh, it's going to be more complicated. Any more? Clue, do you have another one? He's coming. Dennis, the way things are going in the world, uh, we live in a, we're taking a, a path towards uh, self-destruction. Uh, where can uh, probabilities uh, straighten us out on that point? I, I'm not sure on that one. It's uh, like the one in um, 1952, I mean, uh, November the 1st, 1952, they, they took that chance and we survived. But uh, uh, there, I'm sure there will be future ones. And uh, I mean, the Russians let off a super bomb, uh, La Bomba in, uh, Sa Bomba in uh, 1960, uh, 1962, I think it was. Uh, and just before they let it off, they cut it in half. They thought, oh, 100,000 uh, kilotons might be a bit much. So they actually cut it in half before they let it off. But uh, that one could have done some damage uh, to the atmosphere. Uh, no, I, I don't know. I think uh, uh, let's just hope that the people in charge uh, and we can control them a little bit better. But uh, I, I don't know that one. Well, if there are no further questions, I want to thank Dennis for this enlightening introduction to the uncertainty of reality. <laughs> uh, and um, we all stumble along. And um, you aliens uh, don't have the answers either, do you? No. Well, thank you. Thank you, Dennis. Thank you so much for the, for the enlightening uh, discussion. Thank you. Thank you very much for coming.